Welcome to The Light of the World, and this is Jerry G. Martin. It was only a few months ago when we had a major power outage in our community. Did you notice that while the power was out in your home, there was nothing that required power operating? The refrigerator, the garage door, the television, the air conditioning system, or the heating system was not working. Even though they were fine, they did not have the power. That's the way it is in the life of believers. God has given us the power of the Holy Spirit to work in us. It was Jesus who said, you will receive power after the Holy Spirit comes upon you and you will be my witnesses. Listen to this message as we continue to share on the power of the Holy Spirit. Now come and go with us as we walk in the light of God's word. The Spirit searches all things, even the deep things of God. God's got some deep things. And he says the Holy Spirit works with God and searches out those things. And these deep things Paul is talking about is concerning the believer. Y'all act like God ain't thinking about you. God is thinking about you. He's got you on his mind. That's why he knows everything about you. He knows what's coming up in your life. He knows your weaknesses, your fears, and he knows what you're able to do even more than you know what you're able to do, and God will reveal that to you. Thirdly, he said, the Spirit knows the thoughts of God. Paul says, who knows the thoughts of a man except the man's spirit on the inside of him? And in the same way, the Holy Spirit knows the thoughts of God. And, and we have received, however, that same Spirit. When you got saved, when you got saved, when you opened up your heart for the Lord, the Holy Spirit came and took up residence on the inside of you. That's what happens at the point of your salvation. He comes in and takes up residence on the inside of you. That's what changes your life. That's what gives you the power to live a holy life. The Holy Spirit on the inside of you. When you were unsaved, you go out there and you do all kinds of things and you party and you get drunk, you get high, you just have sexual immorality and you don't think anything about it. You don't come home after a weekend of partying and say, you know what, I shouldn't have done that. I don't really feel that good. You're going to say, man, I had a good time. You're going to call your buddy. You should have been with up last night man let me tell you what happened we're gonna do that again next weekend we played dominoes all night <laughs> drink now when you get saved and the holy spirit comes on the inside of you you can go to that same party and you say Ooh, I, I, I don't have a good time in here i don't i know I, I, I don't enjoy this no more why it's the holy spirit on the inside of you pulling on you kicking you say come on man what you doing in here And when you have the Holy Spirit on the inside of you, you tell that lie like you used to tell and something on the inside of you said, now you know that was wrong. You shouldn't have been lying. You need to get that fixed. You need to come on back. You know, y'all know what I'm talking about? Because if you don't know what I'm talking about, you ain't saved. Because when you saved, the Holy Ghost on the inside of you said, now what's wrong with you? You know you ain't got no business doing that. Now, if you don't never hear that voice talking to you, you ain't saved because that's what he, he ain't moved in. 
And some people get frustrated because, you know, I feel so, I feel so bad because, you know, I'm always struggling. Well, that's what happened because your natural man wants to still reach over in the world and function in the world. But the holy man on the inside of you is dragging you out of that world. That's why he tells you to be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Do not be conformed to the things of the world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. So your spirit man comes alive to the Holy Spirit, but your flesh man, your natural man still likes to do the things he'd like to do that's where the struggle comes that's why you have to yield yourself to the Holy Spirit be filled with the Spirit so you can function according to the Holy Spirit he said we have received the Spirit who is from God that we may understand what God has freely given us. That's what Paul is telling his church at Corinth. Now you have to remember the church at Corinth was in a seaport city uh, where, where people were pagans and they had came to Jesus Christ. They had become Christians and they were still trying to find out how to walk in this Christian way and and Paul was teaching them how to walk a life of holiness and sanctification but they were still having some issues and Paul said no you got the spirit of God on the inside of you now who is this Holy Spirit to some the spirit is not a person so we want to talk about who the Holy Spirit the King James Version called him the Holy Ghost if you got the King James Version, it's Holy Ghost. Right? And when I was a kid, everybody had the King James Version, so it was the ghost. And they used to scare me. <laughs> See, they say, you need the Holy Ghost. And I didn't want no ghost. But the later version say Holy Spirit, same thing. To some, the Holy Spirit is not a person. Some people still refer to the Holy Spirit as it, an impersonal force. Like our team spirit or some religious enthusiasm. To other, he is a mystery, something unknown or someone or something to fear. So the first thing I want to share with you about the Holy Spirit or the Holy Ghost, he is a person. Somebody say person. He's a person. He's real. One of the reasons we believe, one of the reasons we believe in the personality of the Holy Spirit is that he has characteristics of a person. He has intellect. He has emotion. He has a will. We can see in our text that the, where the Holy Spirit is said to know the thoughts of God. If the Holy Spirit can know the minds and the thoughts of God. He has intellect. We'll find that he has emotions in the book of Ephesians 4.30. We're told that it is possible to grieve the Holy Spirit. We grieve the Holy Spirit when he's on the inside of us and we do things we know we shouldn't be doing. We grieve him because he's on the inside of us. Now I know you didn't just do that. I know, you, I know you didn't just do that. <laughs> Somebody know what I'm talking about. We grieve the Holy Spirit. And we also find out in 1 Corinthians chapter 12 that we are told that the Holy Spirit gives spiritual gifts to the believer as he wills. So he has a will. So he is a person. In addition to 
possessing the characteristics of personhood, the intellect, the emotions, and the will, the Holy Spirit does things that only a person could do. The Holy Spirit teaches us. Paul tells us in Romans, the Holy Spirit prays for us. He makes intercession for us. The Holy Spirit performs works of miracles. He comforts us and he guides us. So secondly, the Holy Spirit is divine. He has three defining characteristics of God. First of all, he's all-knowing. He is omniscient. That's what we call omniscience. He's all-knowing. He knows everything. You cannot fool the Holy Spirit. Because the Holy Spirit knows. I know what you're doing. I know what you're thinking. I know what you were going to think. And I know what you thought after you got through thinking. Secondly, he is all-powerful. He is omnipotent. All-powerful. And thirdly, he is omnipresent. He's everywhere, all at the same time. Nobody has a market cornered on the Holy Spirit. He's not, he's not just in me, but not in you. Nobody can say, I got more of the Holy Spirit than you've got. He's everywhere all at the same time. We don't have to be jealous of anybody's feeling of the Holy Ghost because he's all places at all times. And again, we see in our text that the Holy Spirit searches the deep things of God. He's all knowing. And you know, when we read the Uh, the creation account in Genesis, we read that the Holy Spirit participated with God in creation of the world, showing us his omnipotence. The Bible says in the beginning, uh, God created heaven and earth. In the beginning, the earth was void and without form, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the earth. In the second chapter of Genesis, the Bible says, God spoke and said, let us make man. Who's the us? The Holy Spirit was right there with him. Let us make man. Let us create him in our image and in our likeness. The Holy Spirit was there. And concerning his omnipresence, being everywhere. This is what David wrote in Psalms 139. Where can I go from your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? If I go up to the heavens, you are there. If I make my bed in the depths, you are there. Aren't we glad that the Holy Spirit can reach us wherever we are? Some of us were in a horrible pit, but he came in and he drew us to the Lord and brought us out of a horrible pit. Some of us was in the depths of depression, but the Spirit of God came and rescued us. Some of us were in a place that we never thought we'd be, but God rescued us. You could be in a prison cell locked in solitary confinement, but the Holy Spirit can go in there and minister to your needs. The Holy Spirit was responsible for the miraculous conception of Jesus Christ. When the angel came to Mary and said, the Spirit of the Lord is going to come upon you and you're going to be with child. We're told in the scripture that the Holy Spirit is a restrainer and it restrains 
sin in the world. Now, as bad as things are right now, you think they're bad now? Wait till the people of God are caught up in the rapture and the Holy Spirit and the people of God are moved out of this world. You think you've seen things come apart at the scene because the Holy Spirit, just think what it would be like if the people of God were not praying at all and there were no saints praying in the world and then the enemy has free course to do whatever he wants, however he wants to do it. The Holy Spirit again gives gifts to the Christians. So the evidence leaves no doubt that the Holy Spirit is a divine person. And Jesus told us that the Holy Spirit will be with us and will live in us. Now, if we have the Holy Spirit living in us with his ability to know all things and have all power and is everywhere at the same time, we have the most powerful force ever known living on the inside of us, but many of us are still powerless. The message of Jesus Christ has never changed. His purpose for those who would believe on him and follow him was for us to be engaged in the ministry of reaching others for the kingdom of God. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whoever would believe on him would not perish but shall have everlasting life. He wants to use us through the power of prayer and through the power of the Holy Ghost to be effective witnesses for his kingdom. This is Jerry G. Martin, and if you would like to hear today's message again, you can hear it on our podcast on The Light of the World Daily with Jerry G. Martin. That's The Light of the World Daily with Jerry G. Martin. And let me take this opportunity as well to invite you to be our guest at The Light of the World. We meet each Sunday in person at 16161 Old Humble Road. If you're in North Houston, Atascacita, Fall Creek, Summer Creek, Kingwood, you're in our neighborhood. So come on out and be our guest. We trust that God will bless your time with us. Also want to let you know that we do have a bookstore on our campus. At the Beacon Bookstore, you can get Bibles, study materials, church supplies, communion supplies, or whatever you need. If we don't have it, we can order it for you. It's right here on our campus at the Light of the World. Call the Beacon at 281 481-2885. Again, that's 281-441-2885. If you heard the word of God and you would desire someone to stand with you in prayer, call us at 281-964-1393. Again, that's 281-964-1393. Now for the light of the world, this is Jerry G. Martin saying, may the Lord our God richly bless you and we'll be with you again next time.